0: Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Tanner here with The Vision Project. I am really excited for today's topic because today's topic is on a subject that I've been preaching on to the students that I teach. Shout out to you guys if you are listening. You are good students. I'm so proud of you. Um, And So, yeah, I've been preaching on this sermon topic, and I think it is actually necessary for me to share here on the podcast as well. Because I have felt like this next season, this upcoming season, or even the season that we're in right now, excuse me, um, is a season where God is calling us into discomfort. And the reason why I say that is because in 2020, I, you know, felt personally convicted looking back at 2020, you know, looking from 2021. And I think I was way too comfortable and that sounds kind of silly because it was a season where we felt like we were very unsure of what was going to happen next. We didn't know what was going to happen in the future. And, you know, with that being said, I do think I have some regrets looking back at 2020. And I think I could have been more bold with my faith. And so, what this whole series is about is truly just recognizing that. We need to get out of our comfort zone. God calls people <laughs> out of their comfort zones, specifically all over the Bible. Uh, one case you can look at Moses. You know, Moses said, "I, you know, I'm not comfortable with with speaking. I'm not con, you know, gonna confront Pharaoh. I feel uncomfortable with speaking. My tongue is is no no bueno." <laughs> and so, looking at that and looking at this topic with Shadrach. Meshach, and Abednego. For short, Shad, Mesh, and Benny, the homies. Um. <laughs> anyways, God calls us into uncomfortable places, and so we need to be content in, okay, when he does put, those, put us in those situations. So let's get to that intro, shall we, as we look at Daniel 3 and Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Benny! Welcome to The Vision Project, a place where we strive to give hope and understanding of who Jesus is. We hope today's episode guides you to a better understanding of who he is and how much he loves and cares for you. Have a wonderful day. Yes, it is very true. I want you to have a wonderful day, (laughs) and I kind of laugh about the way that I say that because... I say that a lot. I'm kind of calling myself out right now, but whenever I'm working and I'm delivering packages, I work for Amazon uh, currently. And whenever I deliver packages and I deliver to a, a customer, I say, "Have a wonderful day." And <laughs> and as I'm doing it, I'm like, I sound like the Vision Project podcast. So, um, yeah, let's let's get into this uh, this podcast, shall we? Um, So, to start this off, I want to just make sure that I encourage you um, by letting you know that this isn't to discourage you. It's actually to nudge you towards obeying Christ fully. So, when we're looking at Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, none of this is supposed to be shaming or anything like that. It's supposed to be a moment where I push you towards reflection on your life to see where you need to improve, where you need to grow. Today's overall theme, the question that you can ask yourself is, are you willing to trust God in uncertain times? Where times seem very uncertain, your calling feels uncomfortable, are you willing to go out of your comfort zone and obey God? that is the question that you need to be reflecting on during this podcast i think it will help you uh really apply and realize that you know what we desire in our comfort isn't necessarily our calling so here's some facts i i hope that this doesn't throw you off but it should encourage you to to see how many people are willing to sacrifice their lives for Jesus 11 people per day are killed murdered based on their decision to follow God over 100,000 Christians are murdered per year based on their faith that they put in God and shamelessly serving him In the early 2000s, over 1.8 million people. Let me repeat that. 1.8 million people were murdered simply because they were proclaiming their faith for Jesus. Isn't that quite significant of a number? People that were willing to sacrifice their life for Christ. And isn't it kind of crazy and ironic that the world is trying to push out their own narrative of love, yet they murder somebody for knowing who the true love is? Kind of ironic. In 1999, the famous Columbine shooting occurred at Columbine High School in Littleton, Colorado. The fearless 17-year-old Cassie Bernal was one of the 13 that were murdered on this day. Before she was shot, her murderer asked her if she believed in God. In that moment of questioning and high pressure, she naturally answered with confidence, yes. Her life was taken away in that moment. She was shot and killed because she said yes and she felt led, she felt called in a moment of high pressure in a moment of discomfort. Now, Cassie is just one of the millions of examples that not only allows us to be encouraged but motivated to do the same if a similar situation came our way. Now, let's let's look at Daniel Let's look at Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So, King Nebuchadnezzar was told a dream from from Daniel. And so, ne- Nebuchadnezzar decides to build this huge golden image, which is said to be about 90 to 100 feet tall. in height and width, I believe. So, it's absolutely ginormous, gold figure, huge, right? And he made a declaration that people were to worship this image where all types of music were played, including the bagpipe, which I thought was quite interesting (laughs) reading this the second time around. There was, yeah, I didn't know there was bagpipes in those days. Kind of funny. (laughs) I had no idea. But yes, all types of music, out of all seriousness, all types of music that were played, uh, you shall fall down to this golden image and worship it. And if you don't, you will be cast into a fiery furnace. And so the music is played. All of these high people in stature, fall down on their knees after this some of Nebuchadnezzar's close officials I guess you could say go and they complain about Shadrach Meshach and Abednego Uh, they say in verse 12 let's start at verse 12 there are certain Jews whom you have appointed over the affairs of the province of Babylon Shadrach Meshach and Abednego these men, O king, pay no attention to you. They do not serve your gods or worship the golden image that you have set up. And verse 13 says, The Nebuchadnezzar, in furious rage, commanded that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego be brought. So they brought these men before the king. Nebuchadnezzar answered and said to them, Is it true, O Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you did not serve my gods or worship The golden image that I have set up. Now, if you are ready, when you hear the sound of the horn, pipe, lyre, trigon, harp, bagpipe, and every kind of music, to fall down, worship the image that I have made well and good. But if you do not worship, you shall immediately be cast into a burning, fiery furnace. And who is the God who would deliver you out of my hands? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, verse 16, answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. If this be so, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us. So the answer that, or the question that he had asked earlier is, who can deliver you out of my hands? And (laughs) Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they said, well, I mean, if this be so our our God whom we serve is is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace that you desire to send us to, and he would deliver us out of your hand, so yes we we can be delivered out of your hand because you're not you're not that powerful, o king, but if not, if not, let me say that again, if not, be it known to you, O King that we will not serve your gods or worship the golden image that you have set up. See, in verse 18, the reason why I kept repeating, if not, but if not, is because Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego knew that God had the power to save them. But they said, even if not, even if God doesn't save us, in this physical, temporary life. I'm willing to bet that God has a better plan in store for me in eternal life. They were willing to die, even in a situation that was uncertain. They were willing to go into that situation fully because it was obedient to God. So here are some takeaways from this passage. The first question kind of to ask yourself is, when we face oppositions, how are we going to respond? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego chose God despite the fact that they may lose their lives. Isn't that just incredible? When their lives were on the line, they chose their faith over surrendering their faith. And their souls into lost lifestyles. They chose to follow Christ. And surrender to him rather than surrender everything to man. That's awesome. That's encouraging. In Daniel 3.17-18 it says... If this be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace and he will deliver us out of your hand, O king. But if not, be it known to you, O king, that we will not serve your gods or worship the golden image that you have set up. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego did not compromise their calling for comfort. And that's the true difference that we need to see because it seems like here in America and even all, all all around the world, right? We see a lot of broken people choosing to live in comfort rather than getting out of their comfort zone and place their life into their calling. I've been so broken hearted looking back at past friendships and seeing how many people not only are, are not involved in my life anymore which is okay that's the way life goes but I've been more heartbroken that I've seen these lost souls choose to leave their faith behind they do not have an active faith or they don't believe in God anymore it's heartbreaking and it's a lot of because they were willing to compromise their calling for comfort. They, they'd rather live their life for themselves and choose to live life their way. When our lives aren't directed by God, they're directed by our flesh. And our flesh wants nothing but true destruction. It may not seem like that on the outside, but on the inside, that's all life for flesh is calling for. That's the recipe for disaster is choosing to live your life for yourself and claim your life as your own rather than claiming it for Christ. Another point to look at I think a key that really sticks out in this whole story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego is that God can protect you through your storm. Through everything that's going on, and through the uncertain moments of life, God absolutely can protect you through all of it. Our supernatural God accomplishes supernatural things. If we truly believe that God is almighty, all-powerful, then what power does he not have over our own situations in life? And even our callings. Does God, who has called you into this calling, not know what is to happen in this calling? He absolutely does. And our minds become very foolish when we think otherwise. When we doubt God's power. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego decided that they were going to commit to their calling rather than compromise it and obey Jesus through the process no matter what came their way. Later on, you see that there's a fourth figure in the fiery furnace and Nebuchadnezzar is astonished. Verse 24, it actually says that as well. It says, Then King Nebuchadnezzar was astonished and rose up in haste. He declared to his counselors, Did we not cast three men bound into that fire? They answered and said to the king, True, O king. He answered and said, But I see four men unbound walking in the midst of the fire, and they are not hurt and the appearance of the fourth is like a son of the gods. Then Nebuchadnezzar came near to the door of the burning, fiery furnace, and he declared, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High God, come out and come here. Then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came out from the fire. And the satraps, the prefects, the governors and the king's counselors gathered together and saw that the fire had not had any power over the bodies of those men. The hair of their heads was not singed and their cloaks were not harmed and no smell of fire had come upon them. Not even the smell of fire, even though they were just surrounded by fire. God's presence was way more powerful than the presence of the fire. <laughs> Isn't that incredible? That even through the, the midst of uncertain moments and, and times that we feel uncomfortable and we feel this season of discomfort, God's presence surrounding us is way more powerful than the presence of our problems. It's our choice, though, to be consumed in that presence. To find ourselves so in love with that presence and so involved with that presence and choosing that presence over any other issue that's surrounding us. That we can have a peace that surpasses all understanding. That we can follow the God that leads us into green pastures. And sits us by still waters. You can achieve that in the midst of your problems. And oppositions. And persecution. And trials. All of these things that are promised to come. We can choose Christ. We can choose the presence of God. And sit and dwell and meditate in it. I think we truly... When we seek after the presence of God, we can see so many incredible, wonderful things and experience lifetimes of transformation, incredible transformation that we cannot even recognize simply because we are dwelling in the presence of God and choosing him first in the midst of trials. Job is somebody that went through an immense amount of trials. Yet in the end, we see a prayer and and worship time of Job. Despite all the loss that he had, he was so involved with that presence of God, so in love with it, dwelling upon it, that he was unfazed. That's incredible. if we truly believe that our supernatural God can do supernatural things in the midst of our times of feeling uncomfortable, we truly can succeed when it comes to being surrounded by chaos. And in these uncertain times where life seems to be coming in a chaotic season, where things seem so uncertain, are we willing to put our full trust in our Savior? The one that already has delivered us from death, eternal death, and into his marvelous light. This is what I want to leave you with. Do not compromise your calling for comfort. God is not promising comfort throughout, throughout the Bible. He never does. There's a lot of different moments where God calls us out of our comfort zone, and it's to grow us. Right. Even in James it says that trials are pushing us towards being complete people. It's strengthening us and growing us and molding us into the beautiful person that God is calling us to be. But think about all of those people that sacrificed their lives even just in a decade. 1.8 million people. Imagine how much more way more have sacrificed their lives for God. Are you willing to be in those situations and still proclaim Christ and still be a witness of God and not compromise your calling for comfort? If you made it to the end of the podcast, I want to thank you for joining us. I know this is kind of a shorter podcast this week. Um, but I wanted to make sure that we took some time, read some scripture this time around. This was fun. I had a really fun time doing this. And I think in the next couple of episodes, especially here in the next couple of weeks, I want to produce these more. I feel comfortable doing podcasts more and more, and I feel like this is a calling for me. So um, I I definitely want to make more of these, but I want to bring on guests I feel like bringing on more guests and and hearing more testimonies is going to help give better perspective, is going to motivate people. Not only that, but it's going to help transform people and realize that, you know, they're not alone in these certain issues and and these problems of life. And just hearing different testimonials, I think, will be great. So I'm looking forward to bringing on different guests, having just chill, kind of relaxed kind of podcast where, you know, it's more unscripted and we're kind of just... Talking back and forth about different things that they've gone through in their lives, so I'm looking forward to future podcasts when we bring on different guests and ask them questions and have you know them give insight and perspectives on different problems or even different situations that may come our way as Christians, and uh, I'm looking forward to that. So. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you made it this far, I want to thank you for that and thank you for the support. If you can give some feedback, that would be great. We love feedback here at The Vision Project and I'm looking forward to growing in this area. I definitely know that I'm not perfect at doing podcasts. I stumble when I speak. Uh, Even to my students, I do apologize sometimes because I I do stumble when I speak a little bit. So, uh, Either way, even in that time of feeling uncomfortable, I still am you know, going into my calling, <laughs> kind of ironic that, uh, you know, that happens, right? So uh, practice what you preach, right? So for me, uh, I'm looking forward to doing more podcasts and talking with you guys, having conversations with you guys, and hopefully that this encourages you. It motivates you to do better in your faith. It motivates me to do better in my faith, listening to myself. Goodness gracious, I convict myself sometimes, but uh, I hope that this is encouraging to you and Hope you have an incredible, incredible day and that you learned a lot from Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego being called into a place that might be uncomfortable, but willing to do so because you want to follow God and be obedient to him. I'm Tanner Copernall with The Vision Project signing off. I hope you have a blessed day, and I hope that this podcast blessed you, equipped you, and encouraged you. Have a wonderful day.